This is The Playbook. My takeaway for the week is a continuum of understanding opportunity. And the more I look at uh, what um, opportunity exists in the idea of this content creation world that we live in, where uh, our content, our essence can be captured uh, to create content. And everybody, there's only one unique brand in the world. There's only one, and that's you. And the better we get at understanding our essence, understanding ourselves, the greater opportunities exist by understanding the size, scope, and skill of an audience to who we are. Um, So uh, in that realm, there's going to be a growth of the middle class, a middle class of content creators, a middle class where you can create an enormous amount of change, an enormous amount of revenue by being in the middle class of who you are. What do I mean by that? Is that there's so many great technologies that exist to capture, modify, amplify, and perpetuate our essence that we can go ahead and build 100 people, 200 people, 300 people, uh, faster, easier, less expensive, than ever. And that community that we build uh, can create an extraordinary amount of change if we stay consistent in the middle class. And so I want people to think about what am I doing today? What do I like about it? What don't I like about it? And finding their essence of what they do, what they enjoy, and then figuring out a plan on you know, if it's, you know, creating t-shirts or if it's coffee or if it's, uh, you know, how to be a sports agent or whatever it may be, go ahead and create a live course, a live meeting, a live community to talk about your essence and build from there. And from there can create videos and all types of different uh, other courses and this idea of the middle class that you don't have to be a multi hundred million dollar person, a hundred million person person, you can be a hundred person person. Uh, you know, if you understand the power of self and the power of community and allow yourself, your essence, your uniqueness to resonate with a hundred people, uh, extraordinary things will happen over the next decade or two for you. And there's more and more technologies that are coming out that are going to allow you to capture, modify, amplify, and perpetuate your essence. And along with it, the money will follow. The money will follow with a community that appreciates, that adds value to your essence and that you appreciate, you add value to their essence and their frequency. So uh, everyone try to take a middle-class perspective. You don't have to hit a home run. You can keep hitting singles. You can have a hundred people. That's it. Put on your objective list. I want two community members this month, this week, this year, whatever it would be. But more importantly, it won't happen until you get clear, balance, and focus on your essence, who you are, and stop worrying about what other people are doing, saying, thinking, believing, feeling. Stop worrying about what's missing and what you don't have. Start focusing in on you. All right, I know I rambled a little bit, but I'm really more interested than interesting about 
what people have learned this week. If it resonates with you, write it down, create a system to access it. But let's all get some true value today here at Breakfast of Champions. Let's bring on some people here on Clubhouse that want to share theirs as well. Let's bring up Ching. Ching Jewel, if you can please unmute yourself and feel free to share your takeaway of the week. Welcome. Hello, hello, everybody. Hi, Jay. Thanks for pulling me on. And Dave, um, great, great words. Um, I, I am a filmmaker and musician. And I always believe that showing up my takeaway today and also always is to show up. What does that mean? Um, it's kind of echoed earlier. Um, someone was saying, I, I, I didn't look at my phone. Like, say what you, you know, promise what you're going to do and show up, you know, for your children, for your colleague, for events, whether you think it's Oscar or you have someone's birthday or unimportant things or important things. So when you say you're going to do it, you show up. Even if you cannot show up, then you just tell uh, people invite you, just say, I cannot be there. Or you say, maybe I will be there. So there's only three choices, I think. Yes, no, maybe. So do not hand people in the middle and not commit. So once you show up, something will happen. I guarantee you. Thank you. It's Ching. Yes, I, I love it. And, you know, part of that is in the formula of how things happen, which is the mathematical equation of coincidence or luck. You know, what you focus in on and what you give your intention to, what you pay attention and give intention equals the coincidences. That's the mathematical equation of things showing up or things uh, allowing you to be discovered or discoverable. Uh, you know, we get caught into the laws of allowance, the laws of attraction, uh, the laws of Goya, get off your ass, G-O-Y-A. Uh, but the idea of discoverability inherent in that is that we live in an abundant world where everything already exists. And so how do you expect things to show up if you're not showing up? How do you think you can discover things if you're not discoverable? Uh, and part of the formula of attention plus intention, what you do say, think, believe, and feel is being present, doing it now, prioritizing the activities that you have each day in that trajectory of what you think you want in the future. And uh, so many people are sitting at home, analogously, of course, sitting at home high on their mom's couch, dreaming about what they want while they're sick and high. And what we have to do is show up. We, we have to know what we want, who we can help, who can help us, and how best today we can get that done in the trajectory of what we think we want in the future. And that prioritization creates the coincidental discovering of what we wanted or better. And I always add or better uh, because we might think we know what we want and it may appear, we may have discovered something that we didn't think we wanted. In fact, we may think it's punishment or pain or setback or failure, but uh, this omniscient all-powerful source will allow the discoverability of what's been discovered to realize that what has been discovered by being discoverable and showing up is actually better than what we thought we wanted. It may not take the form, the information, the information that we receive may be counterintuitive or counterproductive or conflictual to what we think we want. But in the end, without utilizing linear time, but thinking about this infinity that we exist in by showing up is the only way 
to allow the things that we want or better to show up. What a great lesson to start off with. Jakey Bakey, reset the room. If anybody wants uh, the discoverability document that uh, exercise that I have to allow things to be discovered, just email me. We'll bring up Adam Smith next. Adam, if you can please unmute yourself and feel free to share your takeaway. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. It's always good to hear your voice, David. I appreciate the energy that you bring inside the room when you're here. So uh, my takeaway this week it's very interesting. So my my cell phone fell off my motorcycle this week. I was testing out a uh, cell phone mount. It obviously failed. It didn't work. Uh, and and uh, when it fell off my motorcycle, the car behind me ran it over. Now, here's the crazy part. It completely demolished my cell phone. And when I picked up my cell phone, my phone was still connected to the Bluetooth. And at the time, I was listening to an audio book through my Bluetooth headset. And I could still hear my audio reconnecting to the Bluetooth when I picked my phone up. And the audio book was still playing. And so my takeaway this week was a reminder, and it was simply a reminder, and it was a powerful reminder that, that, that oftentimes we find a place where we feel totally shattered and destroyed, and we, we think we don't have the ability to push through and continue to progress forward. However, with that being said, the fact of the matter is, is that sometimes when we're not sometimes, every single time that we're in that place and every single time that I find myself in a place where I am going through turmoil and I'm and I feel like I'm at a low point. What it, what I am reminded of is that one, I'm not in a low point. I'm just I'm just walking through the tunnel of challenge and discomfort. When I love being dis- I love being in discomfort. It's one of the greatest things that gives me the ability to grow and become better. But my biggest takeaway from all of it is that even when look things look completely destroyed, time still moves forward. And as long as we acknowledge and accept that time is an asset and also a limited asset with regards to our ability to manage our time, we don't have to stop. We never have to give up as long as we recognize that it's just a temporary place and we don't continue to feed that space. So my biggest takeaway of all this week is just the powerful reminder that discomfort is where we find growth. Pain is where we find the ability to grow and heal on the backside. And ultimately, time is a limited asset, but time continues to move forward for us all, even when we think things are at its worst, as long as we don't continue to feed the negative and seek and reinforce the positive, we have the ability to continue to progress and ultimately grow even more significantly, greater, more powerful, and more intentional in our life by not giving up when it's in, when we are in our hardest place. Yeah, it's a great takeaway for everyone, right? Pain is an indicator. Pain is an indicator you have a better place, a better position, or a better situation to be in. And so many people see that pain as punishment, not as promotion and protection. And I think you have to have some faith uh, in order to have that type of perspective and get out of the linear time that you know what you know. There's billions of universes, which is proven by the Webb telescope, right? There's trillions of variables. And for us to be arrogant enough to believe that we know where we're going and what's happening and what can happen is absolutely ludicrous and counterproductive. And so this faith like you have that, you know, pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes are actually promoting and protecting us by awareness. What's the awareness that we need to have? the awareness that you just indicated, the indications themselves. We have to be aware or be able to identify the interference, the pain, the setbacks, the failures, the fear that need to be separate and fear is superior, anxious, whatever it may be. If we can practice identifying 
the pain as a promotion and protection and then utilizing it as a protection and promotion to learn from it, which is why we're doing the Friday Breakfast of Champions takeaways so that we can accelerate the learning curve uh, because there's two components, you know, they tell people, if you want to get to where you think you want to be, you need to ask someone who's already there for directions. That's the fastest way. That's the accelerator uh, in a linear uh, perspective. But the statistical success that also contributes to acceleration, but literally allows us to have a greater clarity, balance, and focus in on the promotion and protection aspects, not the punishment, is to help other people get to what, what where they want to be as well. So that idea of, and as I used to say, right, you, fastest way to get to where you want to be is help someone get to where they want to be and ask someone who's already there for directions. The asking for directions does get us there faster, but helping other people get to where they want to be actually adds to the statistical success of what we want, the clarity, the balance, and the focus, which not only increases the acceleration, but gives us the perspective of protection and promotion, not punishment. And uh, I love the way that everyone shares this idea of participating in the perception of protection and promotion, not in punishment. Just another great example uh, for all of us, how we can continue to accelerate, grow, expand along with the universe instead of against or interfering with the universe and its expansion and growth and acceleration. Unbelievable takeaway so far. Thank you everyone for the humility of illuminating their share and their takeaways. I appreciate it. Life is going to continue to happen. Let's learn the lessons and make it fun to enjoy that persistent, consistent pursuit of our own truth potential. All right, Jake, we're rocking and rolling early today. Let's make it happen. Continue. Let's bring up the next takeaway. We are rocking and rolling. Let's bring up Tracy. Tracy, if you can please unmute yourself and welcome to the clubhouse to share your takeaway. Thank you so much, Jake. Um, and happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Thank you for your service. My takeaway of the, the day is you can be busy, but busy does not mean productive. You can be busy doing a lot of different things, but are you productive? Are you meeting your goals? Are you making a difference? Do you have a plan? You know, my mentor often says, don't be a wandering gener generality. Have some direction. Know what you're, what you're doing. Have goals. A lot of times we're busy doing so many different things, but we're not being productive. So that was my takeaway of, of the day is don't, we can be busy, but not be, be productive. So let's be <laughs> productive. Thank you. Oh my goodness. You just hit the pet peeve of all pet peeve of mine is the word busy itself. The idea of busy itself. You nailed it. Uh, you know, I tell people all the time, I don't believe in busy. I believe in accessible, productive, and gracious. Uh, people that are busy are those people I told you about that are at home, high, sick, broke, 
dreaming about they want on their mom's couch. You know, those are the busy people because they're unavailable. I don't believe in busy at all. In fact, more people use busy as an excuse of why they are not where they want to be. They're using it as an empty miler, uh, going and using it to justify why they're not where they want to be or they're not with who they want to be with. How many times do people lay on to you? Oh, I didn't call you. I didn't invite you. I didn't ask you for help because you're busy drives me insane. You know, the most active people that I know, because I believe in active, I believe in activities we have planned, we don't have planned, I believe in sleep, I believe in activities that we get paid for and activities we don't get paid for. The word busy is an interference in itself. The word busy means I'm not accessible, gracious, and productive. The word busy should not be utilized in our vocabulary for ourselves or for other people. It shouldn't be used to justify why we're not where we want to be or why we're not who we want to be with. The word busy is a cancer. It is absolutely an interference. And I love the fact that we haven't ever talked about this uh, on Breakfast of Champions. We haven't done a takeaway on busy, but busy is an excuse. And so take that word out of your vocabulary, take it out of your attention and intention, put in the word active. I'm extremely active. I will tell you from personal experience, the people that are the most active are the most accessible. I'm amazed, you know, if I text a Mark Cuban or a Bob Proctor back when, or Jack Canfield, or like these extraordinary people, Gary V, they're the first ones to get back to me. I don't know how they do it. And I, uh, myself in pursuing that potential of being accessible and being able to communicate effectively in a quick and efficient manner, but they're not busy they're just active. And I want everybody to hear on and take that down because uh, the word busy is an interference. Get it out of your vocabulary. Get it out of your attention and intention. Stop justifying why you're not where you want to be and you're not where or who you want to be with by saying that they're busy or you're busy 